welcome to the Tin Lounge. You've stumbled on one of our short episodes called The Mini Bar, where we discuss a current relevant topic pertaining to the travel industry. I'm Teresa, owner of Get Out Custom Travels and creator of Fam With Intention. And I'm Corrine, creator of Travel Biz Boss and co-owner of Journey's Travel Company. We won't let you leave without some excess baggage, so stay with us until the end. Because we can't seem to stop talking about Greece on this podcast, we <laughs> felt that it was only appropriate to bring someone on who works for a company specializing in Greece. This week, we have Kelly Predmeski with Celestial Cruises on the podcast with us. She is amazing, and she is going on one of the first cruises in Greece next month and has extended the invite to all travel advisors. One of my favorite things that she says in this episode is how Going to Greece this year, especially on a cruising experience, is something that travel advisors really need to consider because, in her words, it's like you're a trailblazer. You're showing showing your clients that, yes, things are open and you are going to be headed to that destination, showing them that this is a possibility again. And encouraging them to seize the opportunity to go before it's nuts again. Yes. And I, I'm so looking forward to advisors getting excited and wanting to go to Greece because I I mean, obviously we're excited about Greece, but guys, this is a great opportunity for everyone to seriously consider. Absolutely. And before we jump into our discussion with Kelly, we wanted to give a shout out to our podcast network, Trav Market Media. Head over to travmarketmedia.com where you can find other amazing podcasts to grow and build your business. Greece. We cannot stop talking about <laughs> Greece on this podcast. Um, so we have Kelly here with us today, and um, we basically just want to know why should we go to Greece right now? Oh gosh, Teresa, there's like a million reasons. Um, let's see. It is the land where ancient civilizations began. It has over 600 sun-soaked islands. The food, feta cheese. Um, it just like is such a rich destination that has such a variety of like facets and experiences that you can have all in one place. And after not getting to travel internationally for so long, it is the perfect destination to truly celebrate life, especially because it's on so many people's bucket list. And I think that while people have been sitting at home, they're like, why did I wait so long to do this? Like, I've always wanted to go there. I'm going to go there as soon as I can. Absolutely. I actually was supposed to go in 2020. So it's like on my revenge travel list, which is why it's so huge for me right now. But also all the feta cheese. That's really all I need to hear. And the seafood as well. Yes. I mean, you know, the Greeks are known for their warmth and hospitality, especially towards tourists. Like there's a word in in Greek called philotimo, and it's pretty much like a core value in Greek life. It means to treat a stranger like a friend. So like they, the Greeks are waiting for you to come. They like, you know, they reopened for tourism officially this past Friday on the 14th. So it's the perfect destination to definitely jump into right now. And out of all the summers, and I guess years to go, I feel like this is the perfect year if you want to avoid all those crowds. Sure, there might be more people going in, but compared to pre-COVID, 
I'm just looking forward to being able to see all these sites without the throngs of people there. Um, photos, obviously, um, for Instagram and all that stuff. But, you know, if people are still nervous about big crowds and, you know, still wanting to have a good experience, I feel like this is the year to do it. And I feel like, too, everyone's going to go berserk with the service. Like, they're going to be so happy to see us there that we are just going to have the red carpet. Well, I mean, I know that's always the case in Greece, but especially now, I feel like the welcoming atmosphere will be at a 10. Definitely. I mean, you know, some of these destinations are known for being really crazy in the peak season, like Mykonos and Santorini. And I think with, with Celestial, we have smaller ships to begin with. So it is going to be a cozier, cozier experience this summer with us. And of course, in those destinations, it's probably going to be a bit more enjoyable. Um, and then if you're not quite ready to go in the summer, we still sail like throughout to the end of the winter, um, which are also fabulous times. Greece is becoming more and more of a year-round destination. We were just talking about going in the off-season. The weather, it's still Mediterranean. It's really mild. So it's like perfect for sightseeing, like 70 degrees during the day. Um, so we have definitely lots of options through to the end of this year. For those of you who follow you on Facebook, we all know you're going to Greece. And what is it, like 23 days now? Yes, 23 <laughs> days, five seconds. And <laughs> yes, I am so excited. I'm going to be going on one of our first sailings on June 12th. Um, I'm bringing some travel advisors with me. And I'm actually inviting all of my travel advisor friends. If you want to be one of the first travel advisors from the U.S. back on a cruise and you are down for the adventure of going to Greece, we have an incredible travel advisor rate for you. It's $8.75 for an outside um, stateroom per person. And you could bring a travel companion with you to come along for the adventure. And it would be so awesome to get to meet you on board, especially after all we've gone through together and like really celebrate the return to cruising in such an incredible destination. And it's such a fabulous opportunity for, for our travel advisor partners to show their clients that they're cruising again. And what kind of... What sorts of tours and activities do you anticipate doing while you're on this one? What will you see? Yeah, we plan on still offering all of our excursions. We have a Shorex brochure for the itineraries that we're running, running this summer. We're still having our two included shore excursions, which we always do as part of our all-inclusive package. And we have a number of optional shore excursions that you can also pick from. Um, some news we got last week is actually our guests will be able to disembark whether they're on a celestial excursion or not, as long as they're adhering to the local guidelines and protocols. So um, that's fabulous news um, for all of our guests. What is but what, the what are you looking that, forward to? Oh, I'm sorry. Teresa. That was exactly the question I was going to ask. <laughs> of course it was. Okay. Well, my favorite. Okay. The thing is, Mykonos and Santorini get all the glory, and rightly so, because they're stunning. And they, they're as beautiful as everyone describes them to be. But I always kind of feel like Crete is kind of the undiscovered gem of our itinerary because not very many Americans, I don't think they know very much about Crete, but it's the largest of all the Greek islands. And it is such a diverse island. It's huge on the map compared to all the other islands, but really it's still pretty small. But this island has snow-capped mountains, incredible beaches, 
rolling green hills covered in olive trees and vineyards. Um, it has like ancient Minoan archaeological sites that you can visit. So I love Crete so much. It's so beautiful. Um, the other thing I'm really looking forward to is going to the island of Milos because it's one of the smallest islands and not too many cruise lines go there because most of the time their ships are too big. And I actually haven't been to Milos yet myself. So I'm really excited to get to a new island. And Milos is famous for its beaches. Like it's showing up on all sorts of like blogs and travel media for being one of the most beautiful islands in the world. So I'm pretty pumped to go to the to Milos. Oh, that's, that sounds are, dreamy. Is that making you want to go, Corrine, to Greece? <laughs> oh I mean, I'm dying. <laughs> we were just talking before we started recording about how I am like a puzzle master over here trying to figure out the logistics so that I could go on this cruise with Kelly. Uh, but it's just tricky going from Mexico right now. So I may have to wait a little bit longer, but let me tell you, high priority. Yes. And, and you know, if you can't make it June 12th, it's okay. I understand. It's going to take an adventurous spirit to go along for this ride with me. We have excellent travel advisor rates for you on almost all of our sailings. So you can always reach out to whether it's me or if you know your, your local Celestial BDM and ask for more information on that so you can experience it maybe later this year too. How are you getting to Greece? Like what airline are you taking? Like what's your itinerary? Because I know for a lot of people that is their biggest challenge is finding flights. Yeah, I, I've gotten that feedback from quite a few travel advisors. And the thing is, is there's actually quite a few airlines that are flying nonstop from the U.S. to Athens, which is, I think, the best way to go. So um, I'm flying Delta, uh, connecting through JFK, just one stop each way, which is nice. I live down in Florida. Um, American flies nonstop out of the New York area. Uh, United is flying nonstop out of Newark and Emirates also flies nonstop out of Newark, which is really nice. Um, so there's quite a number of nonstop options from the U.S. to get over to Athens. And then I know more services even getting added later in the summer. I think Delta is starting a nonstop route out of Atlanta, which is which is nice, too. Yep, they are. That was in one of our uh, newsreels recently. <laughs> We've been keeping everyone apprised of all of the Greece news. <laughs> Yeah, you just um, one of the great tips I got from one of our travel advisors uh, on Facebook the other day is just if you can go to Greece connecting through Europe, you just want to uh, check the transit requirements. So as a travel advisor, you, you want to make sure that um, you're, you're doing your, that due diligence, too, when you're going to Greece. Yeah, that's a huge piece of it. And I noticed you said in the Facebook group as well, which is what I was doing when I was trying to put all this together, you're probably going to extend at least one night. So try packaging. You do have to book three nights hotel through a lot of our package suppliers, but that doesn't mean you have to stay three nights. It still creates a better price, even if you're just staying one and you leave early. Uh, Delta Vacations is who I was looking at because you can fly nonstop from JFK and yeah, I always recommend coming in earlier, staying later in Athens anyways, because you want you don't want to skip Athens. The city has so much to offer. You have to see the Acropolis. You know, with, with the opening of Greece on uh, the 14th, most of the major museums and sites are open and restaurants, outdoor dining is open. So you can definitely explore the city of Athens just following the local protocols. I feel like one of your cruises is such a great way at any time, but particularly now when people are a little unsure of what's going to be going on. It's like your floating hotel and you don't need to worry. And they have all of these excursions. It's just going to make the 
angst and the decision making is going to keep those to a minimum, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, and the thing is, is even if you are more of an independent traveler, per se, if you want to get off and disembark and do your own thing following the guidelines, we're actually still going to have some crew members dispersed throughout the main parts of the port who are going to be there um, to answer any questions you have. So if you need some, like, we're going to be your celestial friend in port too. So you're not going to be totally on your own. And we're going to be there to make sure that you, all your questions are answered while you're in port too. That's awesome. What's the best place for advisors to get updated on requirements on going on a celestial cruise? So for, for that Definitely visit our website. We have a link with all of our most current COVID protocols. It's right at the top right-hand page of the website. Save it because that's what we're going to constantly keep updated as protocols change, which we all know they will. Um, and in the in the very near future, probably within the next day or so, we're going to be adding a massive FAQ portion to our website. So it will have comprehensive information um, that will answer a lot of your questions about the requirements to board, about what the experience on board is going to be like, about what the excursions are going to be like, about the protocols that we're going to have in place. So that is going to be a really important um, link to be familiar with it. And you'll be able to access it right on celestial.com. Another place I want you to definitely join is our travel agent community on Facebook because we post any important information and updates in our Facebook group, which is Celestial Cruises Agent Talk Americas. So we're always posting in there every day um, if you like to get your news on social media. I do love a really great FAQ page with all the information on there. And I also do love that Facebook group because I have people reaching out to me with inquiries on a, a Greek Isles cruise and they're not ready to book yet, but they want to have all their questions answered. And I'm just like, Oh my God, like, let me go to the Facebook group and I'll just type it in the search bar. There's so much information on there. So if this is something that you want to be offering to your clients, like definitely check out that Facebook group if you're not in it already. Yeah, we have over 3,000 travel advisor members in it, and our, our members are really engaged, especially with Greece being in the spotlight now. There's tons of information, tips. We also post all of our like promotions and marketing collateral and, and tools for you in that group, too. I love it. And I think right now, and I'm experiencing this for myself trying to plan travel, there are a lot of new questions, and I don't care how long you've been in this industry, you don't know the answer because... It's just a new world. So it's nice to have that sort of crowdsourcing to help people work through it because maybe there's some place I just didn't think to look for an answer. Maybe, you know, it just is so helpful when we all come together and share our knowledge. Yeah, definitely. Do you have like a top tip for travel advisors who are seriously considering either traveling on a celestial cruise this year themselves or marketing this to their clientele? Do you have like a top tip or top tips that you want to, to share? Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing you need to keep in mind is this is a huge opportunity. If you can get yourself on one of our cruises this year, sooner rather than later, like you are going to be like literally trail, a trailblazer in our industry. Like this, I don't think other people understand like how big of a deal this is. And to be able to show your clients and even your other industry peers 
um, what it's like, just how you saw this happen with the all-inclusives at the beginning of the pandemic. Everyone and their brother was going down there, showing you what it's like. We need to do the same thing for cruising now. This is what we need to do to show people that we are cruising, to show your clients what it is like, and your business is going to reap the rewards if you invest in it, in this type of experience right now. And I think too, like for speaking for myself, I have been a big seller of mass market cruise lines for a very long time. And I'm noticing for my personal tastes and for my clients, people's priorities are shifting and they want more authentic, immersive experiences. And I'm so excited because I, to be perfectly honest, until I met you and started hearing you talk, I just had no clue what Celestial was about. And as soon as the first time I heard you speak, I was like, that's amazing. Uh, and then the pandemic hit, or it was shortly after the pandemic hit, actually with Engage is how um, I first heard you talk about it. And, you know, I think no matter how long we've been doing this, there's these little or these smaller companies that maybe we aren't aware of that we need to be seeking out now and promoting because our clients are now looking for a less crowded, more authentic, more immersive, that cozier feel and, and not cookie cutter is what I'm hearing a lot. I don't want cookie cutter. You know, and I think another thing that really came into the spotlight during the pandemic is supporting like local smaller businesses. We've all done this while we're at home in our own communities. But you know, when you're dealing with Celestial, how many local Greek people we employ, who, who you directly are impacting, who get to, to work with Celestial. You know that when we're cruising, we're purchasing produce and local goods like feta cheese, olive oil, yogurt. We're buying a lot of those things locally from like local producers. And so when you do choose to cruise with someone like Celestial, you really are impacting the local economy. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, that's so important to point out, especially for your socially conscious clients, because that is something it's, yeah, sure, you get to go someplace cool, but you're also doing something really good for the local community. So a win-win for everyone. It just feels good. All right, let's talk a little bit of business we know that the requirements are ever changing. Um, but for now, can you just quickly outline, we know Greece is, you do not have to be vaccinated. You can present a negative PCR test. Mm -hmm. And then I believe Celestial is re also requiring PCR 72 hours prior, whether you're vaccinated or not, correct? Yes, that is correct. So you do not need to be vaccinated to go on Celestial cruises. Um, you just need to have a negative PCR test that has been taken within 72 hours of embarkation. And also, if you have been vaccinated, you still do need to present that test. And I think travel advisors, I, we get a lot of comments, you know, on social media about, well, why? Well, you guys have to understand that these are like local protocols, protocols designed by CLIA. We're a CLIA member, protocols by the local governments and authorities that we're adhering to in order to restart cruising safely. Your, your clients and our crew, our mutual guests are our number one priority, your, your health and wellness and safety and security. So those are the protocols that we're having to adhere to to restart cruising. But as we know, things are changing all the time. So we don't know, you know how long this is going to last for, but that's currently 
what they are. Um, we're going to have increased testing on board as well. So you're going to get a rapid test at embarkation as well. Um, we're going to be tested during the cruise at least once. Um, and this is what's allowing us to let to let our guests off on in those ports if you want to travel more freely while adhering to the local protocol. So well, we definitely have, a, you know, your safety and health uh, and uh, the health of our crew in mind. Um, and while we're in compliance with all the CLIA and local um, authorities protocols. And then all of this can change tomorrow. So yes. always check the website. <laughs> so head on over to the FAQ page on the Celestia <laughs> website. That's why I say you got to save that link and revisit it frequently. Yeah, well, this has been so much fun to talk about actually being able to travel somewhere. And Karina mm-hmm. and I mentioned this a lot in this podcast because when we first started it was a lot of you know negative news like you know cruises have been canceled you know all this stuff but now there's an excitement in the air there's you know possibility and hope of actually being able to travel um again so we love that you're able to come on to the show with us and talk about all the exciting things that people have to look forward to in greece yeah I, I'm so excited. And to kind of build on that, I will tell you, um, we are getting a, a big increase in last minute 2021 bookings. So don't just look to 2022 right now. People are making last minute decisions to go to places like Greece. So until we're there, like, don't count it out. Like, try. I did, like, dare you to post it, something about Greece in 2021. And I'm willing to bet you get nibbles on your social media. Yeah, for sure. I am planning a Greece campaign, like announcing that I'm going to Greece, but doing a Greece campaign on Instagram and talking about, you know, all the really fun experiences they can have, including small ship cruising, if that should be something they feel comfortable with Mm -hmm. and including all the different protocols that will be on board to keep them safe. So. Um, Thank you so, so much, Kelly, for coming on the show with us and sharing all the excitement. I don't know if you guys know Kelly, but if you don't, you need to know Kelly. Um, Her presentation skills, I was impressed the first time like you gave your presentation. I was just, you know, at a conference and I was just thinking to myself, oh, another presentation. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm listening. Like my ears like perked up because it was, you can tell the passion, you can tell the knowledge um, that you have for this destination for Celestial. So we're so grateful for you to be on the show with us. And speaking of that, just quick, how can people contact you, get in touch? Maybe they want to cruise with you on June 12th. Maybe they just want to get to know you. How can they get to you? We'll link it all, of course. Let's see. I think that if you add me on Facebook, that's probably the easiest way to explain this. Kelly Predmeski, just add me on Facebook because I'm posting about this literally every day. I'm sure people are sick of me already. (laughs) Um, And then I can send you my email and we can go from there. Perfect. And well, if you want, we can put the li- your email in the show notes as well, oh, or we can just be, put your handle. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll also link the Facebook group for Celestial there as well, because yeah. I know you're on there. At, um, you're on there pretty often, so you can find her through the group too. Yeah. So. Yes. Thank you. Well, so thanks much. again so much. Yeah. Thanks, Kelly. Have fun in Greece. I will. You'll you'll hear all about it. <laughs> It's time for Excess Baggage, which is a speed round of headlines that are pretty self-explanatory, so you can learn a lot in just a couple of minutes. According to Travel Agent Central, the United States Senate on Thursday passed the Alaska Tourism Restoration Act, 
which would allow foreign flagged cruise ships to temporarily sail between U.S. ports without a foreign port call, as is currently required by the U.S. law, specifically the Passenger Vessel Services Act. And a fun article from them reports that Duck Donuts and Sanderling Resort launched reservations for a donut-themed guest room packed with donut-themed experiences, all baked together as the Sweet Escape. Popping up in time to celebrate National Donut Day, June 4th, the Sweet Escape will be available May 28th through June 30th, because one day just isn't long enough to honor one of America's most popular treats. A headline from Travel Market Report says United Airlines to add more than 400 daily flights in July. The move marks United's largest monthly schedule since before the pandemic. United plans to fly 80% of its U.S. schedule compared to July of 2019, with bookings for summer up 214% compared to 2020 levels. Wow. They also report that tourists from the U.S. and Canada will be allowed to travel to Italy on board COVID-free flights without quarantine. Leisure travelers will once again be able to visit the country for the first time in more than a year. Travel Weekly says that Royal Caribbean will redeploy the Odyssey from Haifa, Israel to Florida due to the increasing unrest in Israel. Another Travel Weekly article says that the U.S. short-term rental market has officially recovered demand above 2019 levels. A headline from Travel Pulse reads, All Sandals and Beaches Resorts Open in the Caribbean, a Landmark Day. Recommend Magazine reports that Disney Cruise Line will be debuting what it's calling a first-of-its-kind accommodation on board the Disney Wish, the Wish Tower Suite, set high in the forward funnel of the ship. They also report that the Napa Valley Wine Train will be returning on Monday, May 17th. It did return. That's in the past. One of the few active historic passenger railroads in the U.S., the iconic wine country experience will celebrate its reopening by offering complimentary tickets to local healthcare workers to thank them for their services. According to Travel Age West, the Alaska Travel Industry Association, along with Travel Weekly and Travel Age West, presented a three-webinar series, Learn How You Can Sell Alaska This Summer, to provide travel agents with information about selling the destination. I believe this is available recorded. And finally, some more good news from afar, signs of optimism as New York City sees a rise in tourism. And that's it for Excess Baggage. Just a reminder that all the articles we've referenced today can be found in the show notes. Please remember that we didn't write the news, we're just sharing it. We wanted to thank Kelly again for joining us this week to get us so excited for Greece. We can't wait to see all of the photos from her trip, and hopefully some of you will be on it with her. If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and or share the show. Also, head on over to our Facebook and Instagram pages, which are both under the Tin Lounge. We'll link them in the show notes. If you have any questions or comments or just want to say hello, please shoot us a DM or email us at hello at the tinlounge.com. We'll see you next week. Bye. Cause, cause, cause no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it. Cause no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it.